Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board? Brad, in a truly, truly heartwarming piece of news, the audience participation segment of Festival of the Lion King is back. Yes, and this is wonderful because I feel like that that was a well, no, it's not a big part, it, but it's part of what makes that a fun show, right? Is getting to see the the kids or the random adult that they that they pull out there and have them, you know, do the the lion roar, or the elephant, or or whatever, and then at you know when they have them all dancing around with the characters and everything. It's it's fun. It is. And that show is for younger people. I'm not going to say kids, but I, Festival of the Lion King is really mostly for for younger kids. I'll say it. Um I love the monkeys and the the acrobatics they do. I think that's excellent. But you know, I, and I have no problem with them catering to, to kids with this. And yeah, I, I loved when they got the kids out there interacting and stuff. And I think this is this is wonderful. You know, we went from celebration of Festival of the Lion King to just Festival of the Lion King. And now we've, we're back to, I think, Full pretty, Festival pretty much King. back to, yeah, the, the Festival I mean, of I the think Lion King. That's- I think that was the only thing that was missing. As we knew it in 2019. So, yeah, I, this is great. I love it. And I love that show. I, I We always make it a point to go see Festival Link. Yeah, which, by the way, we should we should mention um, we are late getting, getting up with this news. But I'm going to be totally honest and say it did not, what, crack my news feed initially. And then recently, uh, what I think Blog Mickey did a post on it or something, and that finally made me look. And I went, oh, this has been back since January. So for those of you who are going, well, duh, it's been, yes, yes, it has been back, but we're finally, <laughs> we're finally aware of it, and I'm happy. So the question is, uh, are you guys, you guys aren't doing a full four-day trip, right? Y'all are just doing a long weekend. Yeah, so we got three days of park tickets to our Magic Kingdom. One is Hollywood Studios, so we are not going right. to go to Epcot or uh, Animal Kingdom on this. That's a, that's okay. You've got you've got some to leave for next time, but we will be doing Animal Kingdom on our next trip. And you know, I think I think our kids are going to enjoy this a lot more because, mm-hmm. of course, the last time we did it, gosh, because I I don't think we went last time. Uh, which would have been the full festival, you know, or at least minus audience participation. Minus audience participation. That's a hard word to say. Uh, I think the last time we did it was the, what are they, celebration of Festival of the Lion King or whatever. The one with the, the silly birds dancing around and but couldn't couldn't get within six feet of each other. Yeah. Thing that was, oh man, that was that was humorous. So I I'm excited to take them back to a a fully or you know more or less fully functional festival of the Lion King. You know I just talking about which parks we were going to go to remembered and this is not in our show notes but uh, on March first the Mandalorian and Grogu showed up in uh, Hollywood Studios 
And Disney said that that was not just a one-time thing and that they would regularly be walking around Galaxy's Edge. And my kid, if Grogu is there, will freak out if she gets to meet and take a picture with Baby Yoda. So I just, I totally forgot that. But yeah, Mandalorian and Grogu are now not only at Disneyland, but also at uh, Galaxy's Edge in Walt Disney World. <clears throat> Which I still have mixed feelings about. But I mean, I don't know. I guess at, at this point, Galaxy's Edge, that the initial idea for that's kind of gone yeah. by the wayside. It's so no more. Right. So so more power to, you know, having having popular characters there. Now, have what where is Boba Fett at? Probably in the back to tank. Right? I mean, you know, if we're gonna if we're going to start having all of the the popular characters or IG eighty eight or you know like well that's the thing where's Darth Vader you know if if we're talking about popular characters that's a that's a good point where's that's a good Vader point. where's Luke where's Leia where's Han Solo you know Chewie's there but where are right. all them if if they're gonna start just saying to heck with the timeline. We need, you know, how popular Darth Vader would be, and they may not be able to actually put Darth Vader in Galaxy's Edge because he would be too popular. Well, but I mean, Vader is over at uh, over at Star Tours at that stage, depending on the time. Well, of but year. that's a show. I mean, most of the you're, characters you're, you're looking for a Vader meet and greet. Most of the characters in Batu just walk around. Even Kylo Ren, when he comes out of the TIE, can never remember what his TIE fighter's called. But whenever he comes out of his TIE fighter, he eventually walks off the stage and starts to walk through the crowd. Why isn't it called the bow tie? Do, do they have a bow tie yet? A bow tie a fighter? Bow tie. Yeah. Disney, get on that. Give, us, give, us what, give the people what they want. They want a bow tie fighter. I think it's a TIE but, yeah. assassin. I think is you what would, it's called. You would need to have some sort of a, well, I, wait, wait, dude, I've done a meet and greet. Did I do a meet and greet with Vader? I think so. Tie silencer. So the, Kylo uh, Ren's tie is called tie silencer. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, it was the chase card holder, you know, meet and greet or whatever that's at the launch. Oh, yeah, yeah. So our... I feel like one time was Vader and one time was Kylo Ren or something like that. Yeah, so they do that, but... To actually have them in Batu would be different, you know, because... Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. You see Ray and Chewie come out and work on the Falcon and then go back in, but then Ray also walks around, and Chewie walks around. Um, and I just think Darth Vader walking around Batu would be crazy. Okay, so we've got the drone technology now, right? So what about if, if Vader was was on top of like one of the walls or something practicing his force push hmm you know and then they stuff a drone inside of some like a barrel or something you know a barrel made of like paper i don't i don't know something extremely lightweight i thought you were gonna say like put a a darth vader helmet on like a trash bag full of (laughs) full of beans or something and then suspend that from a drone and that's that's actually I I'm look up now, in the sky. I'm now a big fan of that, right? It's Darth Vader. Kinda. Hey, Don't look too close. What wait, wait, Jeremy. Okay, so Disney is unable to use a lot of the Marvel characters in Florida, right? Because mm-hmm. of all of the, the weirdness. 
So we can't ever have, well, at least for the time being, well, probably for a long time. Forever. Because Sony, uh, we, we can't have Spider-Man at Hollywood Studios, right? Right. But they've got that technology. Why not a flying Vader? What about if... <laughs> a flying what about if flipping. Vader was... Yes. Vader is Vader is practicing like he always it's, does, and oh man, I love it in Empire Strikes Back where he's just doing parkour. That's right, where he's got those where he's got those sick flips going on. <laughs> do you think Do you think there will be a point where Disney will try to shoehorn in some character that does that so that they can use so that they can reuse they that can in reuse Florida? It. Yeah, mm-hmm. where. Where either in you know I don't know Guardians or something I guess they could they could slip in some character to that does that or somewhere in the Star Wars universe right yeah gar- well we don't know Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three might have some character named like Rad Randy or something who's a skateboard guy <laughs> Rad Randy <laughs> and he's in there just long enough for you- them to get the lines out about how good of a skateboarder he is and then <laughs> there goes Rad Randy up on top of uh, the Hollywood Tower Hotel doing backflips or or they just or they just like briefly touch upon you know in the in the new Star Wars TV show or whatever you know the the Jedi that is known for the sick flips or something <laughs> and then they can be like oh yeah that this is that Jedi this is that Jedi that they that they mentioned or, Je- or the Jedi named John E Knoxville <laughs> they they do okay so i do you think deadpool is limited like is deadpool part of this or could deadpool show up in 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 florida that's a good question i don't because i mean if so if there's a character that could like totally eat it you know as that that uh spider-man character has been known to do and, <laughs> but every time and, right and 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 you'd be like, okay, well, that that makes sense in universe. Deadpool would be it, right? I I think the way that that contract is written, if the character existed in the comics, then they can't use them in Disney parks west of the or east of the Mississippi. So I think that's why the only characters we can get in Florida are characters that are new, basically like the guardians and stuff weird i don't know i like i said i just it literally I, the contract suddenly literally says in perpetuity the contract well, because, says in because perpetuity. they were fire cell dude like whatever will you give us 50 bucks <sighs> it's just so crazy to think like who would at least put like a hundred years but some ridiculous time don't say forever dude now- Marvel was not negotiating at that point. It's just so they were they were just they were just doing whatever they could to make it to the next quarter. Disney so, goes to Universal and says, "Can we have those rights back, please?" And Universal says, "Yes, for one trillion dollars, right?" You can have them. Or, or, or Al Michaels. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are gonna have to do to get him back, but you're gonna have to get him back. We we want we want the mic. Um, also, I think from today, maybe yesterday, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, speaking of the Guardians, um, the, well, hang on now, the, here's spoiler alert for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Yeah, World. yeah, if you're, if you're Oof. not, 
if you don't want to have any spoilers of Guardians, and and you haven't you haven't had a chance to to do that attraction, then you will want to skip ahead to. And that was the part where Jeremy just put don't, in the time don't code. put that evil on me, buddy. <laughs> you know the where the editor tells you, uh, skip, yeah, skip ahead a little bit. Um, there you go. Skip it. Skip ahead for a while, and if you hear us talking about Guardians, continue skipping. <laughs> the teleportation room in the queue was uh, in B mode, which the the effect of walking into that circular room. And then the, you know, you stand inside the little circle of lights on the floor and then the lights go out and the lights come back up and you're in a completely different room. That effect broke my brain. The whole ride broke my brain, but that effect broke my just, I could not for the life of me figure out how they did that. It was incredible to lift that wall so quickly and so silently. Um, But anyway... That effect was down, and so what they do for B mode um, is you walk into the square room, we'll call it, and essentially the, the room that after the walls have moved, right? And there is on the screen or on the window um, there are like blast doors, and then they basically then play the exact same effect where you walk in, the lights turn out the effect, the travel effect happens, the lights come back up, and those blast doors open, and you're in space. So you you miss the room shape changing effect, which 99% of that effect. Um, but they don't just walk you through it like they used to. Before this uh, new B mode, the old B mode was the doors were open, and you just walked through. So there was no, there was literally no show in that room. That that part of the pre-show was non-existent. Right. So I, I mean, for a B mode, this is a good one. You still get to have the the fun, you know, show of it. Um, I find in that part of the pre-show, the guardians themselves kind of unnecessary and insufferable. Like they're so. It seems like they film that after a really long day of filming the movie because they are all just like acting real hammy and they don't, they're not really putting much into it and it just doesn't feel like they need to be there. You know, it it could be anything. It could be Terry Crews delivering their dialogue, you know, and it would be fine. So I don't, I don't love their performance so much, but man, that room is. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I am I am very happy that they have this B mode, but God, if you don't get the opportunity to see those walls move, honestly, I feel like it's worth doing that attraction again just to have Definitely. the opportunity to see those walls move. Definitely, because it is that amazing of an effect when it when it is working. Uh, but if you so, haven't I mean, seen it, you shouldn't be listening to this. Right, yeah, you should, you should, you shouldn't even be hearing us, right? Well, okay, okay, but maybe you are listening to this, and you're like, "What the crap walls are they talking about?" Right? Like, I just, I was just walked through that room. Yeah, and then you need to go back, and you need to to experience the walls. And yes, we just told. Honestly, I feel like you, you somebody could have told me that was going to happen. And it was still been amazing when it happened. Well, and that is that is the, one of two times 
when in my last trip to Disney World in November, where I walked into a room and I I turned to Claire and I said, "How are we going to get out of here?" So that and Rise. That no, that and uh, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Railway Railway. Oh yeah, yeah. When yeah, we walked okay. into the theater, I I looked at Claire and I said, "There's no way they're going to have us turn around and walk out the doors we came in. Like, how are we going to get out of here?" And then yeah, Jer- the, Jeremy just dropping spoilers all over the place. Well, the ma- this, then the magic so. of of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway happens. I'm not right? going to spoil what happens, but the magic. God, happens. I love, man. That is that effect, and the continuation of that effect at the end of the attraction. Yes. That is so good, man. The end is such a simple thing, but the fact that they have you walk out of the cartoon just sells it. Oh, man. I just, I like, as you said that, I just, I started thinking about it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I love that effect so much. And and like you said, it's not not that big, and especially the, the end. end is, the is, end is totally unnecessary, but it it is it is absolutely necessary at the same time because... It it sells the beginning. Yeah, I don't know, man. That it's just it's so wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I still miss great movie ride. I want I want a world where Runaway Railway is in uh, New Fantasyland or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And great movie ride still exists. That's that's my that's my magical world. Sure, but I don't want a world where great or where uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway doesn't exist. Because well, and to, that's a great attraction. And to contrast to uh, Cosmic Rewind again, uh, the end and exit of Cosmic Rewind kind of sucks. I mean, you just walk out and walk through a hallway and then walk out of a door. Like no, it, no, 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 no. You walk out and you walk. Up, up. <laughs> a lot of stairs. Yeah, and then you walk down. Yes, a lot of stairs. Yes, yes, and then you get out. You walk up and over the load area. Does that 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 just to me that felt like somebody didn't think it through? Yeah, it's soaring. I mean, it's it's a mile back to the the place you started. But even soaring. Where they they ostensibly in some way have the same sort of thing, ramps and stuff were used. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm seriously not a fan of those stairs. Like, yeah, no, well, I love and, that. I and, love that attraction, but I am not a fan of those stairs. You go from the queue of Guardians, which is great, to Absolutely. the ride, which rules, and then you get out and walk through a hospital. It. it where the money ran out. Yeah, you just walk you you walk through a hospital to some some doors with a push bar on them and then you're outside. It's just really strange. They don't even yeah. dump you into a gift shop or anything. You just walk through a push bar double door and you're back outside. I mean, that's because you keep walking out the wrong way, but <laughs> you're like whatever, you're too. exiting an elementary school every time you <laughs> get out of Cosmic Rewind. It's just weird. It's just weird that everything is so perfect and immaculate. And then the end, the exit is just like, okay, back in Epcot. Enjoy the rest of your day, mm-hmm. Taryn. But yeah, so just to contrast those two things. But yeah, those that was twice in that same trip where I walked into a room and said, I, I don't know how we're going to get out of here. Yeah, and that's an amazing experience. So again... If for some reason you get that attraction in B mode, 
unlike unlike Rise, where I would say <laughs> get it in B mode. B for better. That's right. This is this is one where you want where you want A mode. Yeah. I would say I would say arguably so like I'm trying to think about other uh, other places where you would end up with a B mode. So for example, the other one that really comes to mind is Smuggler's Run. Right? And as impressive as that animatronic is, if you get the B mode of that pre-show, eh. I mean, if you if you get a chance to go back and the line's not long, go for it. Yeah, well, and uh, uh, what's the Guardians attraction in DCA called? Um, Mission oh, Breakout. Uh, yeah, Mission Breakout B mode with the with the also very good Rocket Raccoon animatronic. Um, the B mode, he's just not there, and he's still talking. You know, you just he's off screen somewhere. He's, he's and, radioing into you or yeah. whatever. Um, maybe you know, don't worry about doing it again but yeah this is this is more like when rise you know when their b mode of thing you know we walk you past that section or something yeah well when the the i don't know what the i guess the b mode for the transport ship would always have to be that there's no way for them to fake that uh in the b mode for the transport ship they walk you from the pre-show room to the uh hangar Right. And so in that situation, it's such a it's such a big thing. You have to go back and do it. And I and I think this is similarly yes. something that you have to go back. Yes. And do. yes. But I but at, at the same time, for those people who are not going to get that opportunity, I'm glad that they have something so that you don't miss out on the story. Because, yeah, as much as as much as they're phoning it in for that, that part of it and everything like it's it's still part of the story. So. Mm-hmm. And you I have also get all of that. I have also never experienced the actual queue because I individual lightning lined it every time. So I and you you need to you need to do that. That queue is is pretty cool. I've only ever walked straight in the door. You walk around the the little globe thing in the front and then walk into the uh, circle room. Like there there are some really good like jokey things with the videos that are playing i've heard i've heard it's it's good and i'm sad i missed it the lightning lane for that attraction is truly very short it well it's a it's about getting you onto the which is great because if i'm in the lightning lane that's what i want i want to get on the attraction that it is it is really short like there's one little hallway before you get to the the uh uh combination combined point what do you call that where the where the two lines converge, the convergence point. There you go. I like that convergence point. I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's what it's called now. Um, and finally, uh, the last thing that's in our in our show notes. Um, apparently, there has been a marquee installed on a walkway between Tron and Storybook Circus that I didn't even know existed. So that's cool. Um, apparently, there's a walkway between Tomorrowland and Storybook Circus. I had no idea. Well. A walkway that was what, just like a outdoor walkway, but it's now a little bit more. I feel like important. It's got some more theming, right? Given that, given that Tron is there, I feel like that that kind of changes the whole feel of that walkway. Yes. And and I I, mean, I've yeah. never been back to Storybook Circus. I didn't realize until recently, but I have never seen Dumbo at Walt Disney World. Like I've never put eyes on Dumbo there. I don't know how that happened. I've been on the train. I've stopped at the Storybook Circus train stop, 
but I've never actually been into Storybook Circus. There's a whole part of the Magic Kingdom I've just never visited. Jeremy, did 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 you did did you just say that you've never? Okay, if you said that you've never seen Dumbo, then from that I can only assume that you're also saying you've never ridden Dumbo. Correct. I don't I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't I don't know what to like uh, if you if you saw a Disney commercial in the 90s, Dumbo was uh you know what I mean? Like that's that's the quintessential Magic Kingdom. I know. Right. You uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry. Well, I'm a huge got, disappointment. Miserable you failure have, over here. You have 2 days in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So you have no excuse. Oh no, for <laughs> sure. For sure will not miss it this time. Yeah, you you had better you had better not miss. God, I'm dumbfounded <laughs> that somehow you have not I know I know this like you think that I'm making a but I mean, the extent to which I'm taking this, yes, is is me making a joke of it. But I am literally astounded that you have somehow missed out on Dumbo. Yeah, I'm have, I'm astounded I mean, that I have missed out on an entire land in the Magic Kingdom. So I would I could get why you you know like you don't care about going and doing Barnstormer, you know like that that a hundred percent makes sense to me. And other than that, it's just what uh, a shop back there, and the like. I think there's a meet and greet back there. Somebody. Uh, is undoubtedly like yelling at their, um, you know, their podcast app of choice right now. But yeah, but Dumbo's back there, so you should you should be back there to to do Dumbo, man. Yes. You gotta you gotta go back there to do Dumbo, and that then will once be you rectified. go back there, you can see the the Tomorrowland marquee and just the completed, you know, uh, what tunnel to Tomorrowland, which is interesting because it's got a very, and I. <sighs> Going into Tron, it's got to be different. Yeah. Because Tron is a different aesthetic from the rest of Tomorrowland. So I get that it, it's it got to be, but I I like the look of that walkway. But at the same time, I'm looking at it and I'm like, is this walking into Tomorrowland? And I'm not sure that it is. I mean, I know why the little waves... <laughs> Are there because it's kind of reminiscent of the Tron canopy, but that concrete wall with Tomorrowland and the little wave written on it looks much more like you're walking into Epcot than it does Tomorrowland. Exactly, exactly. This is that's much more like Future World than it looks like retro future Tomorrowland. It looks like somebody took an entrance from the seas and brought it over. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That would definitely that would definitely fit in Living Seas. So, I don't know. I at the same again. I I like the look of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't know. And like literally, this was not something I was thinking pre-show. But as I'm sitting here looking at this picture, I I'm just looking at it, going, "Is this Tomorrowland?" And yeah. I don't know that it. I don't know uh, that it is. It's. It helps that it's not in Tomorrowland. That it's kind of Tomorrowland adjacent. You are still walking underneath Tron, and you do have a corner to turn, and there's several 
several different demarcation points before you get into Tomorrowland proper. So right. it's not it doesn't clash in that way. But yeah, this definitely looks a lot more like an Epcot sign and wall than a Tomorrowland wall. But I've you know I've been vocal with you about the the continued blandification of Tomorrowland and this doesn't surprise me that they didn't really put much, you know, aesthetic thought into it. Well, okay, so I I will push back slightly in that I feel like aesthetic thought was put into it. I just don't like the aesthetic that they put into it. Like I think this is I think this is intentional. It's just not the intention that I want them to have. Yeah, I just don't know where it fits in. It it, it doesn't fit in with Tron. And it doesn't fit in with Tomorrowland. Well, and it doesn't. It doesn't. It fits fit in with those... Epcot, and and that's kind of my point. Is like they just. It just is a thing that exists that doesn't aesthetically. It doesn't aesthetically uh, belong. But it also doesn't fit into Storybook Circus, right? Like I'm not, and I'm not saying oh, that no, it should. Absolutely, yes. I'm not saying that it should fit into Storybook Circus, but like if you're. If you're seeking to find like why you would do it this way, that's that's not it, right? Instead, you just have a very clean transition between two areas. Sure, yeah, which is fine. And and again, I like I like the look of the this area. I just I don't know, man. I'm suddenly I'm suddenly just continually running over in my head. It doesn't really look like. Tomorrowland does, I think, but maybe I, this is what Tomorrowland will look like eventually. I think very minor changes in the text would fix it. I don't think you... Because the, because the little wave really does invoke the Tron canopy, I think that's fine. If they made the O's more round, and they made the R's more round, and they made the W and the A more pointy and the and make the n a proper uppercase n i think that would fix it i think the the problem is this blocky all caps lettering looks weird and doesn't doesn't fit right because it's not like you said the retro futuristic way that tomorrowland is but if they just made this a much more traditional small caps i think it would work just fine well, so the so the uppercase lowercase n is the Tomorrowland way of doing an n, like that's that's consistent with the sign. Okay, okay, but the like but that's the, that's how they do it. But the font, I don't know that I've seen that font. The, Man, we're really we're getting in the yeah, weeds here. I but just, yeah, I, we are. I just think the O's need to be everything needs to be what it is and not you know the the O is a square, the M is cut from a square, the R's are squares, the the yeah. W is also cut from a square. Like everything is just you're just the the font. So and yeah. and real and you time, did send me this that the font is the same font, but for I was some about to say yeah, it looks way real, better on the on the Astro Orbiter. Yeah, real time follow up. So that's not actually the Astro Orbiter. That's the entrance to Tomorrowland. So remember well, the that Astro they Orbiter's redid. The back, though, right. right. Yeah, it's in the background. Uh, so this is on the bridge. You know, they have that marquee that was on the that. Well, that was that is on the bridge, but they had the old school with like all of the God, I don't know how to explain it, like bits and bobs. Yeah. And stuff. And they took all of that out and they just they just left the like circle with the pillars that went up to it. 
they changed it to like solid pillars instead of the the really I don't know like metally techno feel right they went for a very clean feel and they changed the font at that time and this new signage is in line with that font so I think that it's maybe just more of they are slowly changing things in yeah. Tomorrowland to this go is, to this th- aesthetic. That's surprising to me. I and it looks better in that picture. It fits better for some reason. I don't know if it's the treatment on it, if the you know, because it's kind of got a an outer glow. You know, it looks like it's it's gray on the inside and white on the outside. Um, I don't know something about it on that in that in that area looks better than it flat on a wall like that. So, and, and for, for those of you that are looking for the, that picture, uh, just look up a Tomorrowland entrance. And again, if you see one that has all of the, you know, like the extra, this is a very clean, the, when they redid the Tomorrowland entrance, they made it very clean. Uh, so if it doesn't look very clean, you're looking at the old one and the new one on the bridge like I said, has this new font. And I guess I had never noticed that they had changed the font until I looked at it. Cause I was like, wait, that's what they have on that wall. Isn't the Tomorrowland font. The Tomorrowland font is on the entrance. And then I went and looked and I went, Oh yeah, I forgot. They changed that. Oh, they changed the font at the same time. And it didn't really click when they did it there. But yeah, on this wall, I don't know. It, yeah, just, it looks out of place on the wall, but looks totally at home. On the, right, on the on the thing, yeah. That's on the weird. entrance marquee or whatever. Weird, yeah, man. So. Brains are weird. <laughs> right? But at the but please, please, like, yeah, you've heard us go you've heard us oscillate and again, because we didn't we didn't spend a lot of time thinking about this one. Uh you've heard us oscillate in real time. But the takeaway here is it's a very nice little uh, you know, entrance that takes you to, you know, through Tron. Uh and it looks very clean and everything. And very unique to have a walkway that goes underneath an attraction. Yeah, I like that. I like that look as well. So, I mean, there's a there's a lot to like about that. Sure. I think whether, it's a, whether it's, or not Brad and Jeremy gripe about some fonts because a, they're it's, nerds. It's a cool photo sh- uh, Photoshop. <laughs> it's a cool photo opportunity either way. Oh, yeah. No, that and, and I, honestly, putting the wave on the wall. Will that be the new wall? <laughs> you know, you've got the the purple wall and the pink wall, the or the what is it, the bubblegum wall? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not an Instagram star. It can be a wall, but it will never be the wall. The wall will always be Carousel of Wonder Wall. Oh, sorry. Anyway, I we were talking about a different wall. Here's Wonder Wall. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can follow. <clears throat> I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a nice day.